Drop Bar Texas is brought to you by Jack Rue. Support the podcast by ordering your very own Drop Bar Texas kit by Jack Rue through the team store linked in the show notes. You can also go to jackrue.com, go to team stores, and search Drop Bar Texas. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Drop Bar Texas, a podcast about cycling in Texas. I'm Paul and your host. Now, I know the episodes have been more spaced out this year, so much so that some folks have asked me if I'm still doing it. Well, the answer is, of course, I'm still podcasting. However, my day job and life have become a bit more demanding. As a result, the podcast episodes have also become a bit less regular. Rest assured, though, I have no intention of stopping just yet. Today, in fact, I have a couple of interviews to share. Both are near to my heart. The first one is from Lake Somerville as the MS-150 passed through it. I had a chance to speak to Historical Society members about their support of the ride. We're here at the Somerville Historical Society checking out the MS-150 riders. They got some music going you can hear. Brought the kids out to watch some people. All right, Somerville is actually where uh, my parents grew up, so I got a I got a close connection to this town. We used to come out here quite a bit. Hi there, how's it going? It's going better. Oh no. <laughs> but um, well, I'm with uh, I have a podcast called Drop Bar Texas. You want to? Would you mind talking a little bit about your ride? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So. Too noisy. What's that? Too noisy. No, this is fine. Uh oh. We got a disaster here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it. Never happened before. So what's your name? Alistair. Alistair. And who who are you riding with? Today? Team Kiwit. This is the company I work for. Where are they? Uh, in Houston or in Houston. Austin? Yes. Okay. We rode from Houston yesterday. Okay. Good deal. Is this your first MS150? Uh, no. This is my third. Third. Okay. Okay. Right, so but it's been a few years. Yeah, yeah, because it well, it took it took some time off, and then it came back last year, first due to COVID and everything. But so, what happened to your bike? Uh, was just crossing the railway tracks and did a hop over the tracks, and the bottom bracket uh, broke in two. Oh my goodness! That, too much power, I, su- I suppose. <laughs> I think and a little bit of corrosion. Yeah. I just had it serviced this week. I thought the bearings were off, but. Uh, yeah. How was your ride going up? To, up, uh, up well, then? yesterday, uh, well, yesterday, up here so far, a lovely course. Yeah. Um, so yeah, beautiful, perfect conditions, lovely course. So yeah. first time riding this ride, so really enjoyed it. Awesome. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you, um, but yeah, I mean, when I've done the MS150, I know I've usually had some flats along the way and stuff, but it's always been a great ride. Well, I lost a wheel yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. having, yesterday and today, I'm having bad luck. Well, I, I hope it turns around for you. Um, would you like a shirt, at least, as a consolation prize? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let me see what I got here. Yeah. Yeah, no, yesterday, uh, the w- wind was horrendous yesterday. Oh, yeah, from Houston, windy. So it was a tough day. But uh, we at the bike stops, they didn't have any racks, so everyone was laying their bikes down and... We sort of put them together like a, you know, like a teepee. Uh-huh. The wind blew it over, and uh, oh, wow. the uh, one of the my buddy's pedal went through, broke a spoke, and cracked the rim. So, oh wow! Yeah. So trashed a carbon rim. So I got I missed the last 20 miles yesterday, but today was great, feeling yeah. good, and um, yeah, well, I wasn't expecting. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened. Yeah. I was just riding over there, and um, I've suddenly got a a pedal on one side and. Uh, chain ring on the other side and no control over the bike yeah yeah we were unloading from the car and i i saw you start walking <laughs> walking back i was like i thought you had a flat yeah so i didn't expect to see a, a broken crate yeah but well service your bike take care of your gear <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah. i hope you have a good rest of your day at least yeah yeah <laughs> i'll cheer on the rest of the team yeah, yeah. all right alistair take okay. care I'm here with, uh, what's your name? Maggie Orozco. All right. <laughs> and 
I, I know Maggie's name. It's we're relatives, but it's uh, you know I got to introduce her to you guys. Y'all don't know her, but uh, Somerville's where uh, my family grew up. My parents grew up, and uh, I spent a lot of time as a youth coming to Somerville. But they're on the route uh, the last couple of years uh, for the MS-150. So we're at the Historical Society. So. Maggie, tell me a little bit about the Historical Society, because I, I actually don't know a lot about it. Well, Somerville, there's a museum in Somerville, and it's uh, started, it was started way back in the 1990s uh, by the Somerville Historical Society, and uh, we have, it, it's a nice big museum, and it has a lot of the uh, memorabilia from Somerville. If you grew up in Somerville, you will recognize a lot of the old pictures and a lot of the uh, different artifacts that are there uh, so everybody's welcome to come out and stop by during uh, when you're in town or passing through and uh, we are we are supporting the MS uh, marshals that support the MS drive and they make a stop here they've done that for the past couple of years and they're in uh, they're in here eating their lunch and uh, Getting their, um, getting their breath back <laughs> as they continue on to uh, College Station. Now, gr growing up, did because I I used to hear stories of my grandfather, you know, uh, either hitching a ride or walking to Brenham. But did you did have you ever ridden a bike either to Brenham or to to uh, College Station growing up? No, no, I'm not from Somerville. I'm I was a uh, raised in Houston. My husband is from Somerville and he used to tell me lots of stories too, but both old and new. And if you have any relatives that grew up in Somerville, you have probably heard those stories too. You should come out and see these places that they're talking about. I think you'd enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I always enjoy my time here, you know, going to the lake, uh, you know, going to my grandmother's house, of course, family reunions here at the American Legion, uh, you know, Mass to St. Anne's. I mean, it's a lot of fond memories, and, you know, hopefully I get to share this with the kids as they were growing up. But um, so in terms of the bike ride coming through, um, you know, did, did you guys work with the MS-150 to put Somerville on the map, on, on the route, or it just happened to... to that they were going to come through here. Do you know how like that worked out? It it just happened because uh, the we do have the support of the uh, city of the city managers, and of course uh, the city would know what the route was for the MS. And when they heard uh, that the city was that the MS 150 was going to be coming through uh, Somerville then they made arrangements with the city manager and to talk about a good place for this for their stop. So people from the MS-150 uh, came to look around and see and they noticed the our Somerville Museum and uh, wanted to look at, the, look at it and they said that we have the facilities where they could stop to eat lunch we have a nice little park area, and uh, they, they figured that this would be a good time. They asked if we would be willing to uh, sponsor them and support them when they come through Somerville. And so that that's what we're doing today. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, it's a beautiful day. Couldn't ask for better weather uh, out here. Yet yesterday was a bit windy. But it's 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 uh, much nicer today. Yes, we mentioned to put out our our signs this morning. We couldn't do it yesterday because the wind was so uh, rough. But we put our signs this morning, welcoming the MS-150 bikers through Somerville as they come down 1361. We're at the corner of 1361 and 36. That's where our museum is, and so they will come through here and we'll be here to cheer them on to College Station. Well, okay, well, thank, thank you, Maggie. Um, I, I don't know. I, I love seeing that Somerville's highlighted uh, for this, and uh, you know, hopefully, it'll bring other events or just cyclists coming through here. I know we like to ride through here all the time, so 
Uh, when I come with my friends, we, we'll start in Chapel Hill, right out to uh, uh, to the lake, and then, and then head back. It, it's a long route, but there's some shorter routes if you want to come out and do some loops or whatever. So. And if you're curious about Somerville, we uh, just found out that in October, Somerville will be celebrating its 110th anniversary. Oh, wow. So that, those are things, that's something in the works, and we'll know more about later on as they start making plans. But that's exciting to know that. Yeah. Well, good. Well, uh, I didn't know it was 110 years. That's news to me. Well, we may. I think we might pop in there and check out a few things uh, before we head over to my grandmother's. But how do you join the historical society? Can anyone join? Yes. If you need anything, uh, you just call the city, and they'll give us our number. If and there is, it's right now. Uh, it's only ten dollars a year to join as a member, and uh, we're just uh, really starting to. We need a lot of uh, young people to get involved. Involved, and if you if your children go in to uh, look at the museum, you'll notice that we have a a school yearbook from every year, starting with uh, starting with 1945. So they ought to use, they ought to try looking uh, your name, Paul, from your. The, the oh, times okay. you were in Somerville, I think they would get a kick out of seeing <laughs> what you looked like when you were here in Somerville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we we will check it out. We're we're gonna go into the historical society and check out the uh, check it out a little bit. All right. Okay. Well, well, thank you again, and uh, I hope y'all enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for talking to us. So, um, what's your name? Paige. Page, yeah. oh, sorry. Page Parsala. Page Parson? Parsala. Parsala, okay, yeah. okay. Are you from Somerville? Or No, I'm I'm actually from the Austin area. From the Austin area, yeah. okay. So are you supporting someone in the ride today or Nope. Just here to support the riders in general at this stop. Oh nice. Yeah. So did, did you have a connection to to Somerville? Or first time here or No, it's just where my my friend Terry set up the uh, the cheering station. Okay, okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Have you guys seen a lot of uh, riders come through? Oh, yeah, hundreds of riders. <laughs> yeah. Well, nice. Nice. So then I'm guessing there's some connection to the MS-150 ride itself, even if there's not a rider. Is, it, what, is there a... It's what, just, what brought I mean, you out to support? It's a, it's a great cause. Actually, my friend Terry got me into it, but, I mean, it's an awesome cause. Who doesn't love cyclists? You know, so the least I can do is cheer them on. They're going so far and raising so much money. It's totally worth it. Yeah. yeah. I hope you enjoyed those clips. There are many small towns along the route each year. I hope you will visit many of them outside of the MS-150 to show your appreciation. I think that's the best way we can be ambassadors of our sport. Now, it's on to the highlight of this episode. In case you haven't heard, the Memorial Park Crits in Houston is returning this summer on July 5th. Multiple bike shops in Houston have come together to make this happen after a three-year absence of the event. I got to sit down with Eric from Urban Bicycle Gallery, Jimmy from Sun and Ski Sports, Minette from Trek Bikes, and John from Pro Bikes Texas, and we talked all about the upcoming return of the Crits. Well, again, I appreciate you guys uh, doing this this morning. Um, but so I guess we'll we can just kind of work our way through, and uh, I guess we'll start with you, Eric. We're we're at your gorgeous shop. I've actually you know bought uh, bought a couple of bikes here uh, for the kids, and um, to, but you do you want to talk about Urban Bike Gallery real quick? Just uh, where is it? You know, how how did you yeah get here? <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, we're located, uh, you know, pretty close to Memorial Park in downtown off of uh, Washington and Durham. Um, it's, uh, we do everything. We don't really turn away any kind of customer, any kind of bike. Um, but we definitely have, you know, some high-end stuff and um, primarily road. Our, our mountain is not the strong point considering there's a 
a really uh, well-established mountain shop just down the street, West End. Um, and so we feed off each other between the two of us. Um, but yeah, I mean, I bought I bought Urban uh, four years ago, four and a half years ago, and uh, it was always a dream to to open a shop. I used to, you know, work at Lone Star Bicycles out in Cyprus, mm -hmm. and um, that was uh, I was going to school at the time, and was like, man, it'd be awesome to do this, and um, and so, you know, obviously the, everything kind of had to fall in line, but um, in 2018 it did, and yeah um and so it's been it's been an experience especially considering covid and what that did for the industry and um you know it was the un, it was unprecedented, unprecedented. <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh people were you know like this was blowing the lance era out of the water and kind of stuff and um so that was a really i kind of got tossed into the, the fire right away you know as far as a business owner was being a business owner was concerned um and so it's uh it's been really cool to see us grow i mean you know the shop is just when i bought it i think there was maybe six employees mm -hmm. and you know we've almost tripled that now and so um and it's a uh, yeah it's it's a everyday kind of grind um but i mean it's it's fun you know and it's a great atmosphere down here um we have you know we have three group rides out of here ourselves but then there's so many other you know group rides here in the city and so a lot of people will stop in before you know they head over to urban south or you know they go to the you know other rides that are you know throughout the week and stuff and so it's really cool because you get to see so many so many of the the riders and stuff mm -hmm. come through and and just kind of hang out um but yeah i mean it's uh kind of a dream come true you know i mean it's uh can't be can't be any happier i mean <laughs> honestly with it it's um it's just been great and so i'm glad to be a part of the community i mean i know you and i have ridden together a lot out in cyprus and um and to, to, to have ridden in this community for 15 years and um to be a part of it like that and race and all that stuff and nobody really forgets the guy that's six five and, <laughs> you know 300 pounds riding a bike and um breaking. especially when you pull for for 40 miles you know <laughs> of the ride those days <laughs> breaking chains and ripping ripping soles of shoes off and it was you know the, the older i get the greater i was <clears throat> but uh but yeah, I mean, to be able to, to still be a part of the community like that yeah. in just a co completely different way um, is, is really, it's a, it's a really cool experience. So Cool. Well, well, well thank you, Yumi, for continuing to give back. And, um, and, you know, of course, we love seeing you at the rides. And, and uh, again, it's, it's a beautiful yeah, it's shop. It's because of my so. draft. Yeah, the, the 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 smaller the the, the person who's the, the least I like riding behind them. <laughs> so. I've heard it's great. I have no idea. <laughs> All right, and anyway, we got uh, Jimmy with, with uh, Sun and Ski. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so and Sun and Ski has what two locations in Houston, or, or is actually it three? Um, actually, we have five stores five, here in the Houston okay. area. Yep, and uh, our headquarters <laughs> is also based here in Houston. Okay. Um, we've been around for over 40 years and, uh, you know, supporting bike events in the community and, you know, several, you know, lots of charities and this and that. And uh, it's been, I, I've been with Sun and Ski now for over 25 years mm -hmm. and, uh, do, you know, doing various things. Started out in the bike shop over at our Memorial City location, um, you know, kind of ran that shop for a while and then moved over to the corporate office and have been a buyer and done several different roles there right now i'm mainly on community engagement marketing type stuff mm -hmm. um but i've worked with minette in the past and uh um you know it's uh being part of the bike community is a great thing you know we we're kind of unique where we fall into the bike community here because we're a you know kind of a specialty retailer we have other categories that we sell you know snow ski and water ski and things like that snowboarding 
and um, you know summertime active gear is a big part of our business but cycling uh, especially here year-round is one of our core businesses and uh, all of our stores have a bike shop within our store mm-hmm. um, so you know we cater more to uh, families we do carry high-end product and you know we do have racer type cyclists come in and buy uh, product from us but you know we were kind of a uh, more of a, a rounded you know kids bikes uh, you know city bikes um, you know kind of bread and butter level mountain sure. bikes things like that we definitely have some really nice high-end mountain mm-hmm. bikes and road bikes too but uh, yeah it's um, it's been a great uh, 25 years working closely with other shops mm-hmm. in, in the area supporting cycling events and you know we're just glad to be here and thanks Eric for having us here in your shop today oh, yeah. great looking store yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know I've stopped in several of the Sun and Skis, you know, from the the, um, the Katie shop to you know Memorial, and then over on Westheimer as well. Yeah. Um, but you, there's a there used to be a ride. I don't know if it's still out there. But there was a ride that started out of the Katie store, one of the charity rides that, and um, I just remember you guys were always open before the ride started yep, that's and right. so like if you got there and you needed either to pop in for the restroom or last minute gels or, minute or whatever you know or you could go in there do that or whatever that case may be unfortunately <clears throat> katie's blown i mean it's a good thing katie's <clears throat> blown up i guess but uh we're not able to do those uh, shop rides <clears throat> or you know charity rides or shop rides out of that store anymore because it's so congested <clears throat> uh, out there but um we do have <clears throat> rides out of Pretty much all of our locations, you know, um, is our our biggest ride right now is out of our Woodland store, which is one of our newest stores in the area, and that's uh, you know they draw 100 to 150 people oh, every wow. uh, Sunday morning, and it's a pretty cool ride. So. Good, good. Uh, and then of course, uh, my net uh, is back with with Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so and and Trek has expanded over, uh, over the Houston area, and actually I just got back from Colorado and. There was, uh, I was in Broomfield and there, there's a Trek Broomfield there and <laughs> I was looking up, I was like, Could, do I have time to, to fit in a rental while I'm here, you know, so, but, um, but I, I, it, it didn't work out. My schedule was a little packed, but, um, but I, I, but anyway, uh, my net, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to cut into your, your explanation of Trek there. So. Yeah. So I, um, was part of the acquisition from the bike barn um, takeover when Trek bought um, the nine bike barn stores in 2021 and I came over with them. Um, and part of that whole thing and why we're here today is because uh, Trek has really just really encouraged me and um, the staff to keep the community involvement going and keep that local events um, stuff really moving the way that Neil and Lee did. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like Eric said, in our older age now, I needed to ask for help and learning to ask for help is something I've just now started to do. And so that's why we're all here is because um, bringing the Memorial Park crits back is not something that one person can do, or at least something that I can't do on my own. So I've asked all of these guys to help and everyone stepped in. So awesome, awesome. Thank and God. I, I kind of feel like, I mean, I know we're missing a couple of people, yeah. um, you know, Phil mm-hmm. with uh, with Shama Cycles, yeah. and um, and then of course uh, um, uh, Gear Gear Monkey bike, bike Repair and Garner over at Gear Monkey, yeah, yeah, and and so um, you know, but I, I like when you set this up, uh, my net, I was I was kind of feel, felt like it's like, it's like bringing the five families of, of bike shops in yeah. in Houston uh, together, um, which is interesting because you know, so I guess how, how did you guys are bringing back the the memorial park crit series which is exciting i i, I mean that was actually um the the first race that i did uh, uh when i started racing back in, in 2008 or something like that um and so i've, I've got fond memories of, of throwing up on the back side of the course after a couple <laughs> of laps experience i was too. like what the hell did i'm I not get much of a crit into? racer but the few times i i've crit <coughs> raced has been at memorial park mm-hmm. and uh yeah i had similar experiences <laughs> and i realized yeah this isn't for me but hey props to all you guys who uh, do and gals who get out there and uh tear it up yeah so but i mean how, how did how did this this uh come together to bring it back because it's it's been uh several years since we've had these crits yeah well, you know i just a couple of weeks ago, uh, Minette uh, called me. I'm sure she made calls to all the rest of the shops as well. And uh, 
just said, hey, look, I'm thinking about bringing this back. You know, um, Sun and Ski was the primary sponsor of the race for several years, um, going back quite a ways. And then, um, and then Bike Barn uh, took over the primary sponsorship and ran the races for, I don't know, how many years, Minette? A long time. Um, yeah, for remember. quite a while. Yeah. And then I believe 2019 was the last yeah. time the races were done and COVID hit, of course. Mm -hmm. And so the races uh, haven't taken place since then. And so with Trek taking over or buying, you know, Bike Barn and, uh, and everything, uh, then Minette contacted us, the rest of the shops and said, hey, I'm thinking about bringing the races back, just like she said a minute ago. Can't do it alone. Would you all like to help? And uh, said, absolutely. So she had this concept of kind of like Bike Shops United, which I think is awesome, you know, because we're a small community of shops. And yes, we're competitors, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I hope I get that sale. Eric hopes he gets that sale. <laughs> and that's like, you know, we're going to get that sale, whatever. But we're, we're all doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not doing brain surgery or saving lives. We're, well, you know, depending on how you look at it. But, um, you know, we're selling bikes. We're selling fun. And as a community, it's cool to come together with all these shops and pitch in, get to know each other better, and put on a cool event like this, which is... Uh, you know, it's part of the cycling history in Houston is the Memorial Park Crits. Mm -hmm. So what a shame it would be if it didn't exist. So it's cool to be part of it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the crit series, it, it historically, I, mean, I guess it usually ran from, from June to, uh, to August. And right. so it, it's starting up in, um, in July this yeah. year, right? So July 5th, July 5th, so right after you know, go do your fireworks and then you know, get ready and do some crit racing, bring some, bring some fireworks to, well, not real fireworks, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you get the drift, you can come out to the crit series to do that. So is it, um, to what, what are, what are the date ranges for the crits and, uh, for this year yeah july 5th through august 30th so it's nine weeks this summer nine weeks okay mm -hmm. yeah um and then what what's the um is it the typical i guess uh, categories that set up you know uh, can y'all talk about that have y'all planned all that out yet or yeah we planned it we just haven't announced it but um the difference this year is that every week the schedule will rotate so um the one big thing is the women always started at five right mm -hmm. in historical years and that was tough because you have to take off work early and try to get to memorial park to start your race at 5 p.m so we are rotating every single week so we'll announce that at the end uh, maybe next week um but every week the new schedule will come out and someone different will start at five okay and it has a has has the course changed at all because I, I mean i i haven't been on the picnic loop since the construction finished there's a few more holes <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, yeah. and yeah. the wood posts are still there um. <clears throat> no i mean the course you know the course is great it's always been great it is you know in uh so about Houston. a mile 1. yeah it's 1.1 1. 1. 1. yeah in Houston's fashion, you know, in Houston fashion, it's it is a rough, it's a rough surface, um, and I think there's talks of it's going to get resurfaced in next the fall, year. yeah. But you know, like I love the course. I mean, you know, and you, so many people here in Houston know it. I mean, we know where every little crack and nook and cranny is, yeah, and what the racing line is and stuff. And so, um, it's a great place uh, to race, and it's a it's a proper crit course in my opinion. Like, you know, it's, uh, I mean. Bear Creek is, is is good. I like, you know, the event and everything, and they, they do a good job out there. Um, but, you know, like that one turn is all you really got. And mm -hmm. uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's dicey, uh, to say the least. It's like a hill for me. I, I hate it. <laughs> I hate a strong word. I never liked Bear Creek. I never won Bear Creek. Uh, I, was a great, I was a great lead-out guy at Bear Creek. Um, it seems to be a correlation there. Didn't yeah. <laughs> and, and so... Uh, so at a uh, Memorial Park, it's just, it's a little easier, to, you know, if there's breakaways can be created and um, there's some, there's some good technical turns and stuff and you have to really, you know, keep your wits about you. Um, it definitely makes the sprint more interesting. Um, you know, you're, you're, it's, it's not just a straight line in. Um, so, you know, the, the course hasn't changed. I mean, it's the same course it's been, I don't know when, when did Memorial Park crit start? That's a good question. I'm not sure. I know. I, Gosh, it must have been 20, 
plus years yeah. or more. Uh, well, yeah, years. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I did it in 07. You yeah. Know? I mean, yeah, I, I remember reading about it back in 08. I was, I was yeah. <laughs> hearing about it. I, was, I think Hans Schneider yeah. Was, yeah. was putting it on at That's that right. point. And, yeah, so I started at Sun and Ski back in 1997. And as far as I remember, they were going on back then. I bet. You know, yeah. and I mean, that's 25-ish years ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, yeah. something like that. But, uh, you know, so, yeah, I don't know what the exact date was, but it's going on forever, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I remember reading, um, you know, back, I mean, this, you know, back in my Netscape search days, <laughs> it's like sitting there, and I was like, you know, say, so how, how do you get it? I read something about the crits and, and um you know, going to look up, and I just gotten my first road bike, and I was, you know, read something. Say, well, you know, if you can, if you can ride seventeen to eighteen miles an hour, you could come out. You, you could, you could probably do a race. And and I was thinking, I was say, oh well, you know, I go out to Terry Hershey, and I can, yeah. I, you know, I do seventeen to eighteen, but I was like going downhill probably <laughs> at that time. And uh, and I went out there and. That's when I learned about, well, average speeds and all this other stuff. So, you know, so other people don't come out there and, you know, uh, do like I did, come out and hang on for one lap, puke on the back end, and then, you know, ride this, the, have a ride of shame just off the course to your car. Right. Um, you know, what, what are some pointers you, you might have for, um, for people that want to come out and try this, you know, the first time or... You know, maybe they've been dabbling in some some group rides and and now want to give it a shot. So there's something new this year. I'll mention it. Not that I'm a crit racer by any means, because I am going to take part in this rookie um, clinic that Pamela Ferguson and Scott Menard are going to put on. So the Wednesday before, which is June 28th, they're going to put on a free clinic for um, Pamela will lead the women's specific beginners clinic and Scott Menard will lead one for anyone that wants to come um, the Wednesday prior. Um, we'll announce that and have a registration site for that. So anyone that's ever considered it, like you were just mentioning, even me, I'm going to show up and just learn. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'll toe the line, but I'll show up and just learn just to kind of get some pointers from those that have been doing it for so long. It's really cool that they're doing that yeah. because just like you said, you know, like I, I mean, I, I've been in the bike scene and done some bike racing and uh, not, not at any high level by any mm -hmm. means, but uh, you know, I just one time went to the Memorial Park crits to jump in, you know, the cat five race and just like you said, I mean, it's just from the start, it's just immediately, you know, you're, you're gassed, you know, and, and, um, that, and that's just, you jump in, you know, the frying pan. So to have a beginner clinic like that, where somebody is going to walk you through it, tell you what to expect, tell you how to prepare for it and all that. I think that's awesome, you know, because, um, you know, I didn't do, I, I think I tried twice more after that for mm -hmm. a total of three attempts before I realized, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do it. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll just stick to the weekend shop rides and whatnot, and, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, a beginner clinic, I think, would be really cool, and I'm mm -hmm. glad that it's happening. Yeah. yeah. What, I mean, about, I what think, do you think, Art? I mean, I think one of the big things about, you know, starting out in these crit series is, remember, it's this is not like the Tour de France. It's not, <laughs> you know, this is just everybody has day jobs um you know so getting out there and having fun is what it's more about than anything else so <clears throat> it's good to take it seriously but don't take it too seriously that um you know leave space for people um i can tell you i wrote it the other day you know there's not any really thing on it that's going to take you out um i mean there's a couple bumps right in the home straight that are that are pretty rough but you, if as long as you got your hands on the bars and you know to you know keep them tight, it's nothing's gonna nothing's gonna knock you off your bike. Um, it's uh yeah, I mean I think just leaving space for people pulling through, you know, is is always better than just trying a negative <laughs> race up at the front. Um, but yeah, I mean get a feel for it. If you haven't ridden the course, go out and ride it a couple times before, and then uh, you know if you're if it's your first crit. Um, sit in and just see you know get familiar with you know the flow of the of the course because the this course has a really good flow and it's plenty wide that you know it's it's really just you know egos that end up taking people out more than anything mm -hmm. um and so just just making sure that everybody is 
you know, fun is number one on their list. So. And just by nature of it being a criterium race, you know, having a good level of fitness going into it is pretty important or else they wind up like you and me, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you know, I mean, it's, uh, I'm not, I'm not knocking something like the MS 150 or something Mm -hmm. like, which is completely different animal. Number one, it's not a race, but you know, it's a long distance endurance event that's welcoming to all levels of riders. You can go, go out there and, you know, raise some money for a great cause and have a great time, get there on your own pace. And, you know, or you can test yourself and jump in with a nice group and ride faster than you normally would, whatever. Whereas getting into a crit race, as I said, it's, you know, from the gun, you're on, you know, for the your heart's part. in your throat. Yeah. So, I mean, having that, that's one thing to consider, like Eric was talking mm-hmm. about handling your bike and, you know, looking out for other racers and, you know, having a good time that absolutely, but having that uh, level of fitness is key, obviously uh, for that type of racing, you know? Yeah. Okay, yeah, um, and yeah, and I mean, I, I've always taken the approach to it's just like come come back, you know, too, because yeah. um, that was my thing. It was like, yeah, you know, that happened, of course, but then uh, I'm I, I'm a little stubborn, so I just kept coming back, and eventually I was able to hang on, you know, um, at, at least you know finish with the pack or 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 just off the back or something. But uh, you, I, I do appreciate it, and then folks like Eric and. Uh, you know, other friends that I've made over the year have been really welcoming, you know, so, uh, you might get yelled at a little bit, you yeah, know, that's okay. <laughs> and that, yeah. which is fine. Everybody knows They're... I was <coughs> quite colorful in the, in the group <laughs> and had some, you know, choice words sometimes, but I always apologize, you know, and they know it's, they know it's just the heat of the moment and racing and, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that really needs to be, you know, noted here is. Is that this is i would love to see the texas racing in general come back mm-hmm. like it was back in 2007 2008 2009 2010 2011 <laughs> and uh get um you know this is a great way for people to get familiar with what racing is and being around the culture and hopefully kind of grow that experience um you know for them to 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 venture out and do some of the other races because road racing is a completely different beast and it's Mm. it's just as much fun in its own right and crits can be scary but you know it's uh it's it's just to to grow the whole entire racing culture again would be just unbelievable i mean we've had you know everybody knows I, i would think you know that lawson you know came out of houston and um you know i remember i raced you know with travis brant on you know, on the Memorial Park crits and, you know, he went pro for a while and, um, you know, the Haggard brothers, um, you know, used to come down from A&M and, and race in the summer and stuff. And so, you know, to have, to have that kind of presence and that growth, um, from within the city and somebody to, to cheer for, I mean, Lucas, I think is, um, and Christian, they both, you know, they both come here, uh, are two, you know, pretty young riders that are coming up in, in the racing. And there's another one that was, there's Shane, I think, is one that's with. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm out of the loop on the yeah. name, but <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, but I know there's a couple other that have, you know, definitely got some potential and stuff. And so, and juniors, wow, like, like if you know, that's a big thing is is getting the young guys out and and getting them familiar with racing and um and and just being around the culture. Um, it would be. Uh, it's it's definitely beneficial for everything, you know, moving forward. Morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm Paul. Hi, Paul. Nice to meet you, John. Nice to meet you, John. Yeah. So, let's see here. <clears throat> and, John, you're with... Uh, Pro Bikes Pro, Texas. Pro Bikes Texas, okay. <clears throat> so, we, we did introductions earlier, but uh, I can edit it in. Sure. Uh, so, um... We'll take a pause. We were talking about Memorial Park crits, but um, yeah. So, John, do you, do you want to talk about uh, pro bikes and your connection with uh, sure. Memorial Park crits? Yeah, I'm John. Yeah, you got to kind of share mix. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for first, Paul. Right? Yes. Thanks for inviting us. Appreciate it. And good morning, everybody. This is I'm John Proctor, and I started Pro Bikes Texas about four years ago, right at the beginning of COVID which a lot of boutique shops did. 
And we're a little boutique mountain bike shop located in southwest Houston. And we focus mostly on the MTB community and off-road cycling. Uh, We're particularly excited about this crit series because I had been uh, through some old friends like Jimmy invited many times in the past to come see the crits. I'm not a crit rider myself, but it's an exciting event at Memorial Park. And, you know, we'd like to be a part of that. A number of our customers do ride road. We don't really focus on that, but... We take care of their equipment, we take care of those customers, and uh, one of the things I saw on the schedule that's particularly exciting is doing a, the themed rides, like a gravel a gravel night, so that'd be cool for us, so we're happy to be a part of that. Oh, nice, okay. And I, I hadn't, uh, we hadn't talked about that part, so, so I know you were talking about kind of the alternating back and forth, and um, so what, what's this about themes in the, in the crit? Well, we, with the rookie clinics, we're mm-hmm. going to have two rookie races, um, and we're going to incorporate those into the nine weeks, um, and then two fixie races incorporated into the nine weeks, and then we're working on some other themed <laughs> style races, too, to, to add in. Okay. Yeah, and I, I remember, uh, I think maybe the last crit series that uh-huh. was out there, there was a... Uh, uh, um, B-cycle yeah, race. The B- yeah, there was a B-cycle night yeah. where it was like after the crits were done, they, they did a B-cycle race, yep. which was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. <laughs> it was very funny. In fact, people are still talking about that. Um, but yeah, we're, we're working on that. But do think maybe uh, the possibility of either a gravel or a, a mountain bike race in there too. So we'll okay. announce those as they come closer. Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, that, that sounds that sounds fun and a uh, nice way to mix mix it up a mm-hmm. bit. Um, so yeah, but um, so we were we were kind of talking about um, just kind of who who had come through the the crit series in the past and um, you know pointers for for taking up the the crits if you're going to try it. Um, so I guess I, I know. We talked a little bit about your experience. So, Manette, you haven't done any crits or have... No, I have always worked registration or behind the scenes or, you know, yeah, I've I've been very scared of doing something like that, Um, mostly just because of uh, lack of knowledge of how. Um, I'm obviously familiar with riding a bike, but not at that level. So, uh, I am going to go to Pamela's clinic and learn and listen and see how well I learn um and then we'll see right we'll just we'll see um I've gotten a little bit braver this year so yeah, you just did a first mountain bike race I did. recently that was awesome that was super fun <laughs> I had a blast Heck I surprised yeah. myself how fun that was and we saw you on the podium and yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. yes that, that that did happen um so yeah the I think it's you know lead by example too right like I have a 10 year old daughter so I can't mm-hmm. expect her to keep showing up at these things that I put her in like she's been <laughs> doing the kids races since she was three at these crits and so now she's 10 and so it's time for her to be in the junior races i can't tell her to go do it if i'm not going to so yeah i'm gonna um step up and be part of the the rookie learning experience awesome yeah awesome. well i can attest there, there's there's definitely a, an adrenaline rush that you get from the crit you know and um i don't think i've ever started a crit that where i haven't been a little nervous at, mm-hmm. at the beginning but then it's like once you clip in it's it's you know Especially once you get that first lap done, it's 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 you're you're just kind of all in. I feel like you yeah. Know. All right, so let's see. Just um, in terms of um, like me, meaning for the crit. So I mean, in terms of what what it's meant for the, the community here, um, and then for you guys personally, um, can you talk a little bit about that? Maybe Eric. Um, yeah, I mean the. Uh, so the the crit I mean the crits for me were it was a huge part you know and, and just every summer I mean and it was <clears throat> it was a it was a good lead in too for and I wanted to mention this for the track too for track racing and, mm-hmm. and, and as far as you know talking about community I mean the fact that Houston has a velodrome um, you know there's I think there's only like 25 in the country um, and so it's a uh, you know it's kind of a, a gym you know that people don't really realize it's here because um, when you were talking about adrenaline and 
and you know lining up for a race i was off daydreaming about starting kieran's because <laughs> like once you do a kieran and you start one of those it's the adrenaline like i would keep myself up at night before i had track racing <laughs> the next day. and so like you get desensitized to the crits after doing something like that um but you know it's it, it, it's huge like i said earlier you know it's a uh, um and it's and it's huge for us for the shop because i'm a bunch of my guys you know despite me like you know being short-staffed on wednesdays already because they go out to the bear creek you know i mean i think it's awesome that you know we've got you know we've got employees that race it um you know and then so many of our customers um are going to be out there for it um, and to be able to to sponsor it and give back and and have you know volunteers i mean i know i know our team we have a small team um the urban development team um you know and it's they're not we they all in their own right take it seriously but you know it's more of a fun group and they like they show up for races though and you know they're eager to to help out and volunteer and um you know just to see just to see it grow is going to be you know it's going to be huge um i can't wait i mean I, I don't know what memorial parks plans are in the after five years i think you're saying there's a potential that it might not be there but i'd be really sad to be honest but so we got to get it get it while it's good yeah 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 i know i, I mean I, it's been a while since i looked at that master plan uh i thought there was still a bike loop in the in the plan but um i don't know i don't better <laughs> i hope there is Hopefully. you know yeah i mean that thing's packed you know yeah weeknights it's crazy yeah i mean the the interesting thing is i i, I rode through it and we have talked about this on a recent podcast but i rode through it i guess for the first time and uh, after the construction mm -hmm. uh i guess about a month and a half ago or so and the thing that surprised me was like yeah i saw all the new land bridges and i'd go and i was like oh wait a minute no bikes allowed <laughs> i was like yeah. wait a minute no bikes allowed and so <laughs> so then I, I ended up going to the far the far bridge that mm -hmm. uh, that was there before all of this uh to cross over to get to the other side and mm -hmm. and i said like, like, well they've done all this you know, this nice wide you know gravel areas and land bridges and but but you know <laughs> the bikes can't go the, good, so. the, the west the west tunnel t mm -hmm. you can ride over okay despite people assume that you can't there are, there are no signs over mm -hmm. there that say no bikes allowed and the reason <clears throat> the reason the first bridge is actually not um, permitted for bikes is because there's no way out on the other side. Ah, okay. It only goes to the Lieberman Trail. Mm -hmm. And so they don't want bikes going over there because you're just going to have to turn around and come back in. I see. So the, the, the West Bridge, the one closer to, to 610 to the, to the, you know, Park Street over there where the mm -hmm. light is, that one does allow you to go over and cross so it's it's cool like you That's can ride enough. up there yeah. yeah um and it's you know i've even been we were out there we were doing another little loop where we mm -hmm. used the old bridge and then we got up over the tunnel bridge and then all the way down to the circle and come back and do it again and it's like sure. a nice little two and a half mile loop that breaks up the monotony of doing mm -hmm. the picnic loop you know um so yeah, just wanted to know because I got okay. yelled at one night, over there, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, dude, I'm telling you, you know, and I didn't want to argue with him. I'm like, yeah, no problem. We turned around and went the other way, but you know, I was certain of it and have double checked. So sure, sure. So um, it, and then just speaking of changes in the park, because um, uh, there's no parking over there yeah. near next to Picnic Loop anymore. Yeah, I'm glad you said so that. Where, yeah. So where should folks park yeah. uh, when they're coming out so there? So the Running Center um, and Eastern Glades. So both are about a half a mile travel to the Picnic Loop. But um, if you park at the Running Center, you can have a paved path mm -hmm. there. Um, and it's an easy, just easy access. But do keep in mind, you can't park at the Picnic Loop because mm -hmm. we're closing it. So there's only that one entrance now. Um, and we're going to close it on Wednesdays at 3.30. So if you're coming in, get there before 3.30 and plan to stay until after the last race, okay. until after 8 p.m. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, and then from a spectating sp standpoint, you know, folks coming out to watch and, um, you know, I guess what, what's y'all's take on, on, you know, why crits are popular for a, or a good, good cycling event to come and watch, I guess. Well, it's, it's definitely a great spectator uh, sport, you know, because you can stand there and watch the pack come through 
multiple times and you can see with each lap you can see the changes at the front that's kind of exciting to look at <laughs> and um, you can hear the banter like we're talking about earlier if you're a spectator <laughs> you can hear things being said just in a flash you know you, you know and it's always kind of comical you know and and um and then as the race develops and you know the guys and gals take position uh toward the end of the race and then finally that last lap you hear the cowbell indicating the last lap or whatever and um it's just it's really exciting you know for a fun free local event it's really an awesome spectator sport my favorite thing um that i remember being a spectator at the memorial park crits is going out there in the afternoon uh jumping on my mountain bike getting a great lap in on the uh, off-road trails out there yeah. wrapping that up and just riding over to the crits and just posting up maybe drink a cold beer and hang out and uh watch you know all the racers lots of friends you know we uh sun and ski uh, has been a longtime sponsor of the uh, Southern Elite Race Team, mm -hmm. Richard Lamb, and all those uh, guys and gals that uh, race on that team. Um, you know, they've, they've been racing those crits for years and years and over at the velodrome and just races all over the place. And um, so that's kind of who I root for when I'm out there, you know, uh, but have lots of friends um, outside of Southern Elite, you know, mm -hmm. of course, um, as we all do here in this group. Um, and it's just a lot of fun to watch them race. Sometimes our favorite uh, racers have good nights and sometimes they have bad nights and it's just really cool to see, you know? Yeah. And it's family friendly. So totally. there's a kid's race every single night. So the start of the second race, there'll be a kid's race. And so all the way from Strider bikes to whatever, just, um, and it's free. So bring the kids, if you don't race, Put them in there if they want to come watch i mean my daughter used to just play in the mud and you know do whatever <laughs> it's just it's at the park so yeah. come spend some time outside yeah good yeah uh, I, I know my my daughter used to uh, just like getting as close to their road mm -hmm. as was safe when the riders come by yeah. and you just feel the breeze off of the bikes that's, that's they, right yeah. Yeah. that's another by. awesome so aspect of being a spectator when that big old group comes past just like you said you feel that breeze go yeah. by it you know That's and, it, and, it, and it really pulls you in to the race and makes you feel like you can feel the energy mm -hmm. physically you know it's really cool yeah. yeah the first crit i ever went to that i really paid attention was the memorial park crit uh, when we were on the southern elite team yes to come out and you know root for our our teammates doing the crit but the, the thing impressed me the most was the whoosh of the pack <laughs> as they come by i thought it was pretty yeah. The other thing that was pretty cool is, you know, in the bike community, there seems to be a little bit of an alignment with the beer community. <laughs> <laughs> and I was impressed to see Carbach out there, and that was kind of my first impression that, you know, that's kind of a thing mm -hmm. at events. And it was nice to see an event like that, you know, here in Houston that was well developed. So it's, it's good to see that it's coming back. Yeah, and Carbach's on board again, so. Yeah, it's a, a, a little bike happy hour afterwards. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I got a Topo Chico hookup too, so maybe we'll get nice. the Topo girls out there and right. see. Perfect. So usually it's full, or we have a fridge here. Yeah. So, but pretty popular That's stuff. Great. Yeah, That's it's great. empty right now. <laughs> yeah, it's empty because all my employees. Are so, so that actually brings us to, to a great segue into, uh, you know, perhaps uh, are, are there other sponsors lined up as well uh, in addition to you folks um, in, for preems or, or, or other uh, There's a few that are kind of trickling in. Yeah, it's interesting how many people have been reaching out. Um, the people that are not here that you didn't mention are uh, Planetary. Uh, they're on board. They're helping. Uh, Blue Line Bike Lab, they're on board helping. Who am I leaving out? We mentioned Carbock. We mentioned Carbock. Yeah, Adam over at Carbock. Yeah, he'll be out awesome. there. He's always great. Great uh, friend of the bike community. Bike racer himself. Mountain bike guy. <laughs> and overall great guy okay do you think we'll see a return of, of cindy's cookies <laughs> i don't know somebody get on that yeah someone please find out i, I know somebody who can provide some pickles okay oh, that's pickle. perfect we got I, a pickle cream I, i'm in for that yeah, yeah. i love pickles uh, my fiance afton she does she makes pickles homemade and uh 
sells them at farmers markets and stuff. So yeah. they're cool. they're pretty good. People have tried them; they know. Hey, that so. has a nice ring to it too, pickle pre. Yeah, 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 it does. That, that does. We uh, there's when, when we had the HCC crits uh, uh, many many years ago. Uh, we used to have a uh, a, a meat preem. <laughs> back back then, my my brother in law would uh, he made his his own sausages and stuff, and had, had was starting that business at that point, and, yeah. and so uh, he he would donate some you know, homemade sausage and and stuff. And so we, had, we had a meat preem that was pretty popular. For us. That works. <laughs> but um, well, well, awesome. So um, I guess then. In terms of, are, are there other events coming up that, that y'all foresee after the crits um, potentially this year? Race-wise, no, not this year. Um, the Houston Grand Crit will be back in May next year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we had to cancel this past year, this past May, it got canceled. Um, so that is coming back in May. Um, <clears throat> but not on the calendar race-wise for us. Somebody, I think, was... And I don't know. I heard through the grapevine that there might be an Eisenhower Park nice. race out there. On Where's Eisenhower loop. Park? It's Lake Houston. Okay. Oh, okay. Wherever we, we always, you know, it's one yeah. of the routes everybody goes to and mm-hmm. does the loop. Nice. Um, so that, a crit race, of course. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm it's it's like I've heard something somewhere. <laughs> Someone said I it. Couldn't tell you who it was or yeah. what, but um, I wasn't paying attention. I did hear something, somebody talking about it, well, that's cool. which would be cool. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it'd be cool to get a couple other ones too. You know, if we could, you know, kind of create. I mean, we used to have Sugar used to have a crit. Um, Sugar had like they had a week, uh, like a month, like a one month series, and then they had the big one that was in Sugarland. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be cool to bring back a little mm-hmm. bit of that. I guess I remember, finding the right venue is key. And yeah, you got to get <clears throat> you got to get everybody on board with it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I remember the Heights crit. I mean, was that was one of the first, yeah, one of the first crits I did. Um, it was, uh, yeah, the Heights. They shut down like 19th and 20th, and and Heights, part of Heights Boulevard. And it was awesome to have some of that come back. Yeah, would be really wow. freaking cool. Yeah, yeah. I know. It was uh, I talked in in the past, but um, like Austin, because because they used to have a you know. It's many years ago. It was a downtown yeah, crit. crit. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, but I guess that it, the involvement in trying to get that shut down again, you it, there's a lot to, you know, in the expense of, of such, you know, which Alan is why the driveway pro- is, is really nice. Back that was then. good. Is yeah. that the crit that was the same weekend as Ride for the Roses and stuff like that back in the I guess the Lancer early um, stages? We went to that, Jimmy. We, we did, both yeah. got Seneski and Ian right. was really little. Ian was a little boy. We went my to son, that. who's 28 now. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> We've known uh, each other a long time. Yeah, that that was a really yeah. cool spectacle uh-huh. race. Yeah. You know, I it mean, was. In, in downtown, and from what I remember, um, there was a wicked hill on on that course um on the back side so if you're posted up near the start finish area watching the, the race you wouldn't see that hill but uh, if you walk around the corner you could see it and you would just knowing that it's there and that every single lap you got to get out of the saddle and contend with that you know that had to be a different one than the one i did okay yeah, <coughs> the at and i won as a cat five you know wow. way back in 2007 yeah. but there was no hill. I thought if I want to race, there was no hill. so it must be two different crits. Yeah, this was. About. From what I remember, <clears throat> this was uh, hmm. right in the second or third year of Lance winning the tour. So oh, okay, yeah, that's before it. it and yeah. it was uh, Lance showed up himself, you know, and everybody was all excited, yeah. and um, the whole ambiance out there was just, you know, it was really cool, you know, yeah. and uh, yeah, so it'd be cool to see some high level crit like that, mm-hmm. right? somewhere around here happen. I know that the uh, Grand Crit is, mm-hmm. is quite an event. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that coming back next year. Yeah, and the guy, um, Chris Tolley from the driveway in Austin is uh, taking over Houston Grand Crit for us. So, you know, he does a great job in Austin. And I think he's gonna really- And those guys come down for some of the- Yeah. For some of the Memorial Park Crits every yeah. now and then too. Cause I know I used to do it. I mean, I think there was a couple years I did like a tour of texas kind of thing because mm-hmm. i hit um the tuesday night crit in 
Dallas. I missed the the Wednesday night here because I did the Wednesday night one in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. and then went to Austin and did the Austin Thursday night crit, and then came back to Houston. I did two days of racing on the track, and then did uh, we did the sugar crit like the next morning. Um, it was a brutal. It's a lot of racing. It was a lot of racing. <laughs> it was it was fun though. It was such a cool experience because you're like you know doing the whole thing and all the driving and stuff and yeah. you know we had time in the summer it was fun i was in college at the time so. wow yeah yeah nice. so you're racing this summer Eric? oh god no <laughs> <laughs> no i gotta lose like 60 pounds no <laughs> no yeah i gotta come out of retirement yeah no um so uh and then in terms of this uh crit, um the memorial memorial park crit uh, who Who's the beneficiary of this year? Because usually, usually there's been a beneficiary. Yeah, it's always been Bike Houston in the past few years, um, at least in the bike barn days. And so we all agreed to continue that. So at the end of the series, we hope to donate a nice chunk of money to Bike Houston. All right. So come out and support Bike Houston. They do a lot of great work at, uh, for for the city and uh, also uh lobby the state too for, mm-hmm. for for items too so yeah lobby to finish that wide oak trail <laughs> yeah. 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 thing back up and going so. <laughs> yeah yeah um well great well i think um those are all the questions i have but uh are is there anything you guys want to add to to kind of wrap this up or how people sign up and well yeah. minette you mentioned uh food trucks yeah we'll have food trucks so that's a good point food trucks every single week um different ones moon rooster coffee q a couple others um carbock will be there for beer um and yeah kids races are free registrations open um we're just opening the season passes for now um but then the weekly races will open the week prior so if you want to buy a season pass to race all nine is $200. And if you want to race two races per night and get a double down season pass, it's $280. Right. Good deal. Awesome. Well, um, and then any, any last words from, from I mean, shops or <clears throat> I definitely want to just, uh, you know, reiterate the, the, you know, we talk about these other events that would be really cool to have, you know, attendance is going to be a big key in that. Right. And so, you know, if you've, if you've got a bike, if you have interest in racing, you know, come to the clinic, um, come out, check out the race, um, but, but get involved because it is a ton of fun and the community is absolutely a blast to be around. And I mean, my, you know, I've been riding for 15 years now. Yeah. No, longer than that. It's been 17 (laughs) years. I think it's been 15 for the last two. Um, yeah, so 17 years I've been riding, you know, around here in Houston, and I have lifelong friends. I mean, like, these are, you know, people that aren't just Facebook acquaintances. These are, you know, lifelong friends that are going to be, you know, part of, and I met them all through racing and riding. So um, so get involved, and you know, the better attendance we have, the more events we'll have, and the more fun we'll have. Yeah, and I just want to say, you know, it's not uncommon to go to a bike race and see multiple bike shops involved as maybe sponsors, you know, participating sponsors, whatever. Um, but it's really cool to be part of an event that is uh, put together solely by um, competing bike shops that are just coming together to make an event happen. Yeah. So that's a really cool deal. And, you know, we're super happy to be yeah. part of it. I wanted to say I'm thrilled to be a part of that uh, for Pro Bikes Texas, and it's it's wonderful to be part of this bike community. And you know, I can parrot what Eric said. You know, most of our close friends, mine especially, is met on the trails at mm-hmm. these bike events, the bike community. So if anybody else is thinking about cycling, you know, it's a wonderful way to make those those great friends, those long life you know, lifelong friends. It's a great community. So glad to be a part of it indeed yeah i agree i think it's like a homecoming too kind of like you know we've done this for so long right it's been gone since 2019 even if you don't race like me it's just kind of one of those things that means so much to see it come back 
So I want to say thank you to all of you guys for jumping in when I asked for Thanks for reaching out to us. Yeah. Yeah. Pulling it together, Manette. Uh, and so thanks great. for being a new friend in that community. Yeah. I even met Manette on, on the gravel trail. On right? a bike. On a century ride. Yeah. Of all things. And then the next thing you're doing is a mountain bike race. <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, that's quite the cyclist these days. It kind of makes me sick a little bit when I see all our Strava posts and Facebook posts. Yeah, yesterday I rode 100 miles. The day before that, I did this. I was boxing last night. I did it off. It's like, slow down, Manette. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you are making No, props to Manette. <laughs> She's killing it. Well, um, as someone that's done, you know, racing um, and, and, you know, the charity rides, you know, it first started training for an ms150 didn't know what the hell i was doing um got into racing didn't know what the hell i was doing at the start of that either um but um yeah but thank thank you guys for for putting this together bringing it back I, you know i know uh when i've been out riding with friends you know it, it's funny that this came up because i think two weeks before um i was on a ride and and um one of my buddies with you know we were lamenting about um the grand crit you know not not happening and uh the next question was like well have you heard anything about memorial park crits and i was like i was like no I, you know i haven't and uh, and then you know lo and behold uh i think a week later i heard from my net and mm -hmm. i was like oh wow i said this is this is this is great news big news for for houston cycling for texas cycling that uh that's coming back so um so thank you guys, you know, uh, from the cycling community, at, at least for me, anyway. Yeah, that was <laughs> so. a key driver, too. When that got canceled, it was like, okay, now we have to make this happen for sure. Um, and I'm glad you brought that up, too, because if anybody did register for the Houston Grand Crit, reach out to us because we do want to comp your first week um, at the Memorial Park Crit to race for free, just as a thank you and apology. All right. Well, well. Th thanks again. And then, um, so I'll I'll be I'll, I'll edit this. I'm going to try to get this out uh, this next week so that we can. Thanks again to UBG Sun and Ski Trek Bikes Pro Bikes Texas Shama Gear Monkey Bike Repair, as well as the other area shops helping to bring this back. Links to the shops will be in the show notes, and I hope I don't miss anyone. And in case you missed it. To get information on the Memorial Park Grits, follow the Memorial Park Criterium Series on Facebook or on Instagram. You can also go to memorialparkcrit.com. Now, normally this is where I would talk about upcoming events in Texas. But today, I want to do something I haven't done in a while. And that's to recognize A Ride of Glory by Peter Rishkani. Peter was on the podcast a couple of years ago to talk about his attempts of the Rat 1000. Well, he was in the news this past month as the final finisher of the Unbound XL gravel race. He was on the bike nearly 48 hours and 11 hours outside the cutoff time, yet he didn't give up. There were over 900 DNFs in this year's Unbound Gravel, but Peter was not one of them. Way to go, Peter. Well, that wraps another episode. Be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can also follow Drop Bar Texas on Facebook and Instagram. If you have a ride to promote, story to share, or just want to talk bikes, email me at dropbartx at gmail.com. Now, I have some Tour de France to watch on Netflix before the actual race starts this summer, and I hope to see you at the crits. Until next time, have fun, enjoy the sun, or just rule five it. <laughs>